Hello and welcome back to Narsol the Lonely Monster, Narsol Escape Tools, or Narcissistic Escape Tools, or NET. Um, this is episode something, maybe six of uh, season two. Um, I was going to do this as a YouTube-y thing, which I'll probably do also, but just to let you know, I'm stood in the, the grounds of an ancient abbey in Glastonbury. Um, had a lovely walk around these 36 acres of gardens. Absolutely stunning place. Um, very relaxing, very very nature orientated and very much grounded. Um, yeah, what a what a beautiful day we're having as well here in sunny Somerset. So um, why am I here? Well, uh, I'm here to try and to try at the very least to share my experiences. Um, what I believe and perceive uh, are the outcomes of narcissistic abuse and hopefully how we can, all of us, really learn from it um, and learn from each other. And if you don't know already, I'm going to tell you right now is that what I do is uh, I take questions from Quora, uh, which is a writing forum for written answers. It's like an answer database. Go and check it out. It's, it's reasonably okay. There are some there are some toxic elements on there, actually, I must admit, in the narcissism world, as one would probably imagine, because narcissists, as we all should know by now, often know not what they are, are in complete denial. Anyway, um, if you are listening to this, then I need to let you know that I'm not uh, a coach or psychiatrist or counsellor. I just, I just think I'm a bloke with a bit of experience in it, to be honest, and, and if I can use my voice to share the little knowledge I have um, and then yeah we can all we can all develop from that hopefully so this uh, this episode is a short one because I am on a sort of uh, bit of a vacay at the moment down in Glastonbury but here we go uh, the question came up is what is cognitive dissonance and how does it how does it have bearing on on us uh, with regards to narcissists so cognitive dissonance then it really it describes the the overall discomfort experienced when two cognitions are incompatible with each other. So what is a cognition then? Well, that's simply a piece of knowledge such as um, a personal perceptive knowledge, if you like, such as thought, attitude, personal value, or a behavior. And then the, an incompatibility occurs, which is the dissonance. Um, that could happen when you do something that goes against a value that's basically important to you. Or maybe you learn a new piece of information that disagrees with a long-standing belief or opinion that you hold dear to your heart or in your headspace. Well, really, as humans, we we generally prefer for our will to, you know, to make sense, to be in that comfort zone, that nice gooey knowing, I know, I know my world, my reality, and therefore I'm comfortable. And then so cognitive dissonance can be, well, let's, let's face some truth here, it can be quite distressing. That's why we often respond to cognitive dissonance by doing mental gymnastics to feel like things make sense again. Yeah, we, we, we kind of struggle with the perceptions and the, the thoughts, attitudes and behaviours um, and try to balance it, try to make it really make sense in our reality and in our world. So further then, cognitive dissonance, dissonance or, or having two very different beliefs about something at the same time is very common in relationships with with narcissists and signs of that that cognitive dissonance um, include 
include being paralysed by self-doubt, and I think we've all been there, second-guessing your decisions, constantly apologising, and more and more. We get a lot of cognitive dissonance issues, really, when a narcissist gaslights, which, which induces cognitive dissonance in the victim. Often quite emotionally charged cognitive dissonance as well, and understandably so. And, and this makes the victim, or you, question your own thinking, your own perception, and, and your reality testing, really. And, and thereby tends to evoke in the victim a deep sense of low self-esteem and um, often disturbing ideas and effects and, and actually um, may facilitate the development of CPTSD. So, like I say, this is going to be a short episode, but the summary then is to understand, um, I like to be practical, and to understand cognitive dissonance, you can really go into it and say, well, uh, three, three things usually bear out a cognitive dissonance moment. So let's take hot dogs, right? So I like eating do- hot dogs. That's the, that's the attitude. I often eat hot dogs is the behavior. Well, hot dogs are unhealthy is a cognition which then creates and informs the dissonance, the confusion in the brain. Or even, even easier to understand, I suppose, would be, I like to smoke, is the attitude. I smoke often, is the behaviour, but I know that smoking is unhealthy, is the cognition that leads to the dissonance again. And so cognitive dissonance is really, it's a theory actually, it's a theory in social psychology, and it, and it absolutely refers to the mental conflict that occurs when a person's behaviours and beliefs do not align. I'll say that again. It refers to the mental conflict that occurs when, when your or our behaviours and beliefs, personal behaviours and beliefs, do not align. So it may also happen when a person holds, um, let's say, two beliefs that contradict one another. And, and finally, we must all be aware that cognitive dissonance can and does cause feelings of unease and deep tension. And people attempt to really relieve this discomfort in different ways um, and examples include over explaining things away to an abuser to no avail obviously or simply rejecting new information that conflicts with our our own existing beliefs okay so last summary cognition is a piece of knowledge such as um, a thought attitude personal value or behavior and the dissonance comes when any one of those four things are challenged. The very best example is smoking. Um, I mean, it really is. It's, I like to smoke is that attitude. I smoke often is the behavior, but I know that smoking isn't healthy is a cognition that leads very much to the dissonance. In terms of narcissism, um, I, you could say, I, I love my abuser. That's the attitude. Um, I let my abuser abuse me is the behavior and I know that the abuse is unhealthy is a cognition that leads to the dissonance because we experience it every day when it comes to narcissism. Well, um, I certainly hope that helps somehow understand the basics of uh, cognitive dissonance. If you'd like to leave a comment, listen to any of the other episodes, please feel free to do so. Um, I've also posted a link to another podcast I'm involved with which is Two Angels and an Idiot um, I'm the idiot in that which, which, I, which I wear with pride um, that podcast is it, it can go pretty deep and if you like spiritual stuff um, 
I'd suggest you take a listen to it. It's two deeply spiritual people, ladies that I call the angels, and I'm really, and this is where cognitive dissonance comes into it, me questioning, not questioning their beliefs, but questioning the, the ideation behind their spirituality and where it comes from and how we can, how we can probably, or how we, me, myself in fact, can attune to their to those belief systems. I want to learn more, you see, about spirituality, and so I thought a decent podcast going through, while I'm going through that journey would, um, would shed some light on it for others as well out there, hopefully. That's the idea anyway. Anyway, the link's below. It's called uh, Two Angels and an Idiot. If you'd like to check that out, it's, it's pretty popular um, on Spotify and across, I think it's eight other platforms, so it's, it's growing in volume. Um, there we go. So that was that. I hope that helped you, as I say. Um, all the very best and I will definitely catch up with you on the next episode. Take care now. Bye bye.